Welcome in cronies to the man child sports edition. I'm your host Ryan here with John and we're here to break down week four of the NFL action. Let's get to it. John. Brian. All these awesome notes today. Yes. So instead of me reading your notes. Yes. I'm going to let the guy who wrote these nice notes. Yes. Take it over, John. Me? Let me be the color Moi? man. I'm going to be the color man tonight. You are going to let me. You're going to pass the ball to me and let me be the point guard. Yes. You are going to let me I'm gonna, facilitate the show. I'm going to Zach Wilson you. I'm going to back shoulder the pass to you. Oh, <laughs> touchdown, baby. Well, I want to start with my game games of the week. The two overtime thrillers we had. We had Philadelphia Eagles 34 to the Washington Commanders 31. And the LA Rams 29 to the Baltimore Colts 23. Now... I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever cheered as hard for the Commanders in my life than I was this past Sunday. That was a pretty intense game. I wasn't cheering for the Commanders because I have a lot of shares of some <laughs> Eagles on my fantasy team and no <laughs> Commanders. Because I, well, I have one Commander. I have Sam Howell in the league, but uh, burned a lot by Commanders in the past. But... You know, you have this in your notes, but I'm going to get to it before you do because it was my first question when I seen this. What happened to Riverboat Ron? What His happened name is, to Riverboat Ron? His name is Riverboat. He's and the he gambler, man. You have to know when to hold him. You have to know when to fold him. You have to know when to go for two. Riverboat Ron goes for two. What the crap? That's an important division game. He, It's the Eagles. One of the best teams in the NFL. Probably. You don't want to face the Eagles in overtime. You don't no. want that to go to overtime. You want to win it right then and yep. there, Riverboat Ron. Like, what exactly. in the crap? Yep. And they, they got, you got to go for the win there. You got to go for the win. And they went to overtime. And they even had the ball first. Wah, 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 wah. Riverboat Ron. E- Eagles Do you think it. he's going to get fired this midseason? Or do you think he's sitting right now? Well, unless the owner fires him because he's the general manager and the coach. Ooh. Yeah, so but Magic I think Johnson's somewhere now in ownership, so he can yeah. take over as GM. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's done a great job as GM. <laughs> Tremendous success in his past. <laughs> yeah. With Starbucks, maybe. Now, he'll, he'll stay. It's very, it doesn't happen very often in NFL where a coach gets fired midseason. It does happen sometimes, but it's pretty rare. Aren't they? I don't see a, they win a, a game. Are they one and three or zero oh and four? Uh, I'm pretty sure they won a game. Let me check real quick. It's it's a very good question, John. Don't recall. But uh, while I'm looking at that, the Eagles, man, Jalen Hurt, AJ Brown, the squeaky wheel. This, if you squeak enough, you're gonna get greased. Yep. And Jalen Hurts greased that guy. For bomb after bomb, and boy, that guy looked like a man out there. Unbelievable game with him. Saved me a fantasy week with Jalen Hurts getting some long bombs for me. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Washington's record. Oh, this will surprise you. They're two and two. They could have been two. And I'm trying to fire Riverboat Ron here? John, listen to this. 
they could have been leading that division if he would have went for went it. for two. They would have been three and one with the edge over the Eagles. Nice. Oh, Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron. What are you Ron. doing? Now, do you think, Ryan, do you think Philly is showing the NFL their weakness or their strengths during these close games they've had over the past few weeks? Uh, Philly? Yeah, I think, do you think Philadelphia is showing their weakness as a team or their strengths as a team by winning these games? I think they're showing their uh, ability to get used to new coordinators. They have a new okay. offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. So people are like, oh, this isn't the same Philly team. When you change the guys who write the script and uh, game plan and mm-hmm. offense, things are going to be different. It's going to take... You know, about four, four to six weeks. You can tell the Phillies' offense is getting better and better yeah. and better, and their defense will get better and better and better. Jalen Hurts hasn't even started running the ball yet. They haven't even opened that up in a playbook yet. So, I, as far as weaknesses go, I don't think so. I think they're just going to get stronger. Now, between those two overtime games, which one was more impressive to you? Philadelphia beating the Washington Commanders or the Rams beating the Colts? Uh, I think Philly beating Washington was more impressive, but because I expected the Rams to win that game handedly, I know the Colts made it closer, but I, I thought Washington was going to put up a fight with Philly because they do have, they got a lot of good pieces in Washington, but that, that man, Matt Stafford, I'll tell you when that guy comes back from behind and does drives. He only does them like he's going to die. Yep. And this one, he pretty much did it on a broken ankle. Looked phenomenal and hit a puka nukakua. What a wonderful name. It means no worries for the rest of your fantasy days. He looked great. Man, that guy looks unbelievable. You can't guard him. He's unguardable. Speaking of Puka Nuka La Luka, do they still need Cooper Cup or is now he just he's just done? Like, is there any point of having Cooper Cup come back? Uh yeah, there's a point of having him come back. Imagine that offense with both those guys being wide open all the time. Cooper Cup is they just took him off the uh, the PUP list, so he gets to start practicing. He might play this week. Ooh. So if you're a fantasy manager, and you happen to have Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, please leave in the comments of what you would do this week in your fantasy lineup because somebody on this podcast named Ryan has that exact situation. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. Is Cooper going to come in and be dominant? Is Puka going to keep going? Are they both going to be good? I I think eventually they'll both be good, but they kind of have the same position and the same role, so... Now, uh, I have been surprised with how competitive the Colts have been this season playing some tight, cl- close games there. And the fun fact I heard over the weekend was Anthony Richardson is the first starting quarterback in the NFL with with three straight or with with a rushing touchdown in his first three starts to have a rushing touchdown three straight times. Mike Vick hasn't done it. Cam Newton hasn't done it. But Anthony Richardson has. Do you think Listen, he's going to beat Emmett Smith's record? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's somebody we're going to talk about later who I think will break Emmett Smith's record. It ain't Anthony Richardson. But I think uh, 
him and C.J. Stroud are the rookie quarterbacks. I think they're both the real deal. Uh, they didn't think Richardson was going to be this good this early. He's solid. Like he, he didn't have the best efficiency yesterday. Eleven for twenty-five, but two hundred mm-hmm. yards and two touchdowns. And he can run. Obviously, he can run. He's a beast. Uh, Colts are better than. And Jonathan Taylor just came out the PUP today too, so he might come back too. So mm-hmm. he probably saw. Oh, there is a good quarterback here. Maybe I will play oh, with this team. Maybe I will play. Maybe I will play football. But I think sir. going forward, though, the Rams, if Cooper Cup is good and Puka Nakua stays like this, that could be a, and Kyron Williams, that running back that they just threw Cam Akers in the trash for. He looks pretty good. So this could be an interesting team. Come back for the Rams this year. Speaking of other blowout games of this week, and that was easy segment, we got the Detroit Lions 34. Green Bay Packers 20, Jacksonville Jaguars 23, Atlanta Falcons 7, Baltimore Ravens 28, Cleveland Indians 3, Tennessee Titans 27, Cincinnati Bengals 3, Buccaneers 26, Saints 9, Bills Mafia 48, the Dolphins 20, and the Texans 30 to the Steelers 6. Out of those games I just said, what summarized how you feel about those? Well, there's a, there's a few of these I do want to hit on. Well, first Go of ahead. all, you said the you said the Cleveland Indians, so yeah. shout out to the old name Cleveland Indians, baby. Missed that name. Uh, no offense to our Native American listeners. Uh, I do want to talk about a, a few of these games. I'm going to try to remember the ones you just said. But uh, Texas Steelers, real quick. C.J. Stroud, like I just said, he's the real deal. The dude has a record for the most yards thrown for any quarterback in his first four games. You know who he reminds me of out there? Who? Deshaun Watson before he raped women. I mean, he's just (laughs) phenomenal. (laughs) Yes, he does. He does look like Deshaun Watson. He does. He looks like Deshaun Watson before he raped women. Like, it's phenomenal. Before he... Yeah, before he liked fingers in his, you know what. <laughs> but uh, uh, the Steelers, well, they, they're they just, uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. Mike Tomlin wasn't very happy after the not. game. That's some, some of the most heated I've seen him after a game. Uh, Ravens and Browns, real quick, blowout. The Browns, though, uh, the, I believe you said the Bengals game too, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Bengals. So the Browns do it right. Sean Watson is hurt. They sat him. They have a bye week next week. It worked out perfect. But he's going to come back healthy so they can win games. Because when you're a quarterback, you need to be healthy. Your shoulder has to work. Your legs have to work to throw a ball and avoid contact, especially if you have a bad offensive line, Cincinnati. The Browns, although got spanked in this game, They might, that probably saved their season, in my opinion, for this division. Uh, Real quick on Lions and Packers. Lions, the real deal. I believe they're the real deal. I think think they can compete with the Niners. I think they can compete with the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I think they have a very good defense. Uh, Their offense, they, they just got a huge lift in their offense. Jameis Williams, their first-round pick last year, who 
missed most of last year with an injury and barely played at all. And then had the suspension for gambling on yep. some other sport, but he was in the facility. Just got reduced to four games through the NFL uh, Players Association agreement. And so he gets to come back this week. So that guy can take a top off of defense, which is something that team doesn't have right now on their roster. And folks, we got a surprise for you. Midway through the show, Mr. <laughs> Jay Gill joining us in his green room. And I have no idea if any of this is working. I was like, I, I've i never logged in on this computer before. I'm using Kirk's computer, so it's just, can you hear me? I can Are hear we good you. volume? Can you hear us? You can, I can hear you guys. Welcome, you can hear welcome, me. Welcome. I guess we're rocking. We're rocking and rolling. Jay, I was just telling. Dude, what's up, guys? We were just talking about the Detroit game, and I was just saying how I believe that they are the real deal right there with Philly and San Fran, and they're good enough to beat any team, and they just got a boost in the arm with Jameis Williams coming back next week. Dude, you're not wrong, and I am so excited for uh, Jameson Williams to be making his uh, uh, comeback early this year due to the new NFLPA gambling um, violation. So very excited for that. Uh, the Packers, Jordan Love. Eh, I, think, uh, I don't think he's Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. So I think the Packers might hey, have a little bit he, of a road. He's Jordan Love. That's all he needs to be. <laughs> Look, he has moments of, like, he threw that one deep ball on the money. He has moments where he looks fantastic, but he has moments where he looks like um, – Zach Wilson 2.0 and not the Zach Wilson we got last night. I'm glad your video cut out because I don't want to see your ugly face when you say that kind of stuff. Now let's go through. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know my video cut out. Let's go through a quick round of buying and selling here with you two. Okay. Toy okay. Story football. Are you buying or selling <laughs> Toy Story football? Listen, I'm all in on the Toy Story football for a couple of reasons. I love different things. Um, I was at work when that game was going on, but I did take a lot of breaks during that time so I could see what was going on. And uh, <laughs> what I like about it is if you have young kids like I do and it's hard yeah. to get them to sit through a football game, that's how you introduce them right there. My six-year-old son watched the whole I mean, game. He watched I the whole he game. He loved it so much. He was glued to that TV um, and he loved it. Look, all I'm saying is... I'm a real boy. I'm not a. I am not a toys. I'm not a toy. I'm not a Toy Story. Um, I'm selling on it. I. I don't. I wasn't super hot. Hot on it, but it's a niche thing. If they keep doing it, it's no big deal. I mean, they only do it for one or two games a year. I mean, you can still watch the regular broadcast, but it's fun for kids. Uh, they. Yeah. They did have some issues. They need to. Tighten up a little bit for the next one. Uh, I've seen a lot of videos of when the game started and cameras kind of all over the place and the ball kept moving on its own, but uh, I heard yeah. a lot of good things from it. Well, so. The graphics quality watching, was better than Madden, in all honesty. I was kind of impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching the, uh, the real broadcast, I was actually frustrated because I could tell they didn't have the blue the blue scrimmage line or the yellow first down line the entire game 
Oh yeah. So I, like you don't realize I... how you don't realize how much you depend on that when they have it every game, every week. All of a sudden, there's no. I'm like, where's the first down marker? I don't. How do these football players play without this? This is stupid. How do they do? Jay, Jay did I'm you so watch old. any of the Toy Story I, football? I only have watched highlights. I didn't watch it in real time. Did you see the Slinky Dog being the yes, sideline measurement? <laughs> so he yep, like went back I did. to like twenty second and twenty five. How adorable <laughs> is that? That's so adorable. Uh, so I all I can say is they put too much emphasis on Toy Story. They weren't given the live broadcast um, enough love, and I was not a fan of that. Now. Jay, I'm old enough to remember before they had that uh, first down line mark for TV. Were you, were, did you guys ever watch? Were you guys old enough to remember that on TV before they had that? Ryan, you're so nope. old. You watched NBA before the three-point line got in the game. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> I remember when that line first came out. Everybody complained about what is this thing on the field? I can't even see what's going on. This stupid yellow line is everywhere. Now, Baker Mayfield being a Ooh. top 10 quarterback this season, are you buying or selling Baker? Baker, Baker, the touchdown maker. I'll tell you what, this guy looks rejuvenated. He looks great. He's got two awesome receivers. They're going on a bye, so they're going to both come back healthy again. And I definitely don't see him being a top 10 quarterback by the end of the year. (laughs) I'm sorry. He's Baker Mayfield. You're selling that one? (laughs) I think he'll be a good quarterback this year. But top 10 fantasy? No. No way. Jay, buying or selling? I'm buying Baker Mayfield is doing it. He is not showing us any signs and reasons why he's not doing it. The NFC South belongs to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he did, he does look good. I mean, his he, he looks, looks like he did that year he was in Cleveland when he was so good. So I I got to pick him up in the league as my backup quarterback behind Hurts, and I am not disappointed at all. Now, last week, we talked extensively about the Miami Dolphins putting up 70 on the Denver Broncos. And this week, Bills Mafia, 48 to the Miami Dolphins, 20. Are the Bills now the team to beat in the AFC? The Bills look scary, John. The Bills look scary. They look so good that as long as they don't play the Jets, they look pretty good because Jets got their number. (laughs) Does that mean the Jets are the best team in football because they beat the Bills? Is that how that works? It has to. It has to. <laughs> no, but Bills are one of those teams. If they're on, they're just as good as anybody else in the league. But the problem is they're not always on. But And they lost. Yep. Uh, they had a huge loss that game. I don't know if you guys saw that. Their best defensive player, their corner, Torres Achilles, and he, oh really? And I'm sure Aaron, Rod- maybe Aaron Rodgers told him where to go in the experiment, but uh, he tore his Achilles, and he is done for the year, and that's a huge loss because he is a shut down corner on that side of the field, and that's a big loss when you lose a corner like that. It changes your whole defense. John, John, I was about to start yelling. John, turn around. There's something behind you. <laughs> John, there's something behind you. I have kids. 
I have kids. The other now, thing Jay, I liked about that you g- got on oh, okay. before you got on, Jay, we were talking about. Uh oh, we lost him. No, I'm here. You're still here. I don't see your video. I'm here. Before you got on, Jay, we were talking about Houston, uh, CJ Stroud in Houston, and how good he's looked all season. Do you think Houston will make the playoffs, buying or selling? I'm buying the Houston making the playoffs. So if you look at the NFL standings, I was just doing this with uh, um, Kirk on One Nation. So if you look at the AFC South, every team is tied two and two. Let's look at them. Indianapolis Colts, two and two. Houston Texans, two and two. Jacksonville Jaguars, two and two. Tennessee Titans, two and two. Um, So I'm thinking, okay, let's look at these teams. Who's looked the best lately? I still think the Jaguars, I mean, they were supposed to blow this division out of the water and be so good. They've been hot and cold. The Titans, I don't think, have the weapons to do it. Um, The Colts... I know they're two and two, but it's still the Colts. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna win the division. I'm looking at the team that looks the most explosive. It's the Houston Texans. The, C.J. Stroud looks unbelievable. That whole team is coming together just based on the two picks they picked in the first round this past year. I'm telling you, I think the Texans are winning the division. Hold on, there were four games into the season here. Let's not crown them already, Jay. We're four I'm, games in, I'm, and they're tied in their division look, at two and two with everybody else. All right, look at the rest of the teams. You think the Titans are going to come back and beat everybody? Do you I think, think the Jack, Colts are going to be able to do it? Do I think Jacksonville Jack, can I talk? Can do it. Jeez, <laughs> Jacksonville is going to be better. I'm not saying Houston; they might make the playoffs, but they're going to be like between the seventh and ninth seed because I'm looking at the rest of the teams in the AFC and the Bills are making the playoffs. Miami's making the playoffs. Baltimore's making the playoffs. Kansas City's making the playoffs. The Chargers are making the playoffs. So you're looking at a a couple other teams and I think Cleveland's going to be right there. I think uh, I mean... I don't want to say it, but the Jets might be there. Uh, <laughs> you can't ever count. You can't. <laughs> you can't ever count Pittsburgh out. Woo! I can't wait to replay this. We can't ever count <laughs> Pittsburgh out. And Indy is just as talented as Houston is. And Jonathan Taylor just got taken off the pup list today, so they're going to get another weapon. To, for them being two and two is unbelievable. People thought uh, Indy and Houston weren't going to win any games this year, hardly at all, and they're both playing. That's right. And Indianapolis almost won again this week. They could have been three and one. So now, well, going well, back the to the Bengals, did win this week. They're taking it. I'm telling you, they've okay. got this. <laughs> going back to the Bengals, are you buying and selling that Joe Burrow's done? <laughs> Put a fork in him. He's done. I don't even know what to think of Joe Burrow. Um, I'll let Ryan go first. What's your thoughts on Joe Burrow, Ryan? I, I'm i buying that he's done. I think he could have been... They just, he needs rest, and they're not resting him. And he, you can, he has no, no they paid him back 10 there. years. Highest paid quarterback in the league. They're not going to rest him. 
Their offensive line doesn't look good. But maybe their offensive line isn't even that bad. He just can't move back there. He doesn't move, and he can't plant his foot and get the the zip and the length on the ball like he used to. And he's a good deep ball passer, and he can't pass a deep. He's the worst quarterback in the league passing it uh, fifteen yards, past fifteen yards downfield, and it's not. It's terrible. He's like two for twenty-two with like four or six picks going past fifteen yards. It's just unbelievably bad. So I, I, Ryan told me to play Joe Burrow over Trevor Lawrence this week. He cost me my game. I am not feeling very happy about Joe Burrow right now. Joe Burrow was atrocious. I'm selling him. Selling him. Yeah, or I'm buying it, that he's done. However you want to put him. it, John. Uh, now, since Ryan hasn't been on this podcast with me talking sports... For the first three weeks, Ryan King of the NFC, Dallas 38, New England 3, San Francisco 35, Arizona 16. Who are you crowning the king of the NFC? San Fran or Dallas? You're not throwing the Eagles in there? Nope. Those two teams only. San Francisco is the crown of the whole league right now. They look un. You can't stop CMC. He is. He's unbelievable. And Brock Purdy. Man, that guy is so good. I don't know why more people don't talk about how good he is. Uh, he's the, I don't know. He The guy plays It's because like, all, I was going to say, Ryan, it's because there's always a player on the 49ers that just outshines Brock Purdy. And you're bringing up a good point, though. They couldn't do what they did without Brock Purdy. But CMC, unbelievable. He had 100 and I'm going off the top of my head here. It was like 116 yards rushing, three touchdowns, seven catches for 71 yards, a touchdown. Um, scored me a ton of points. But if you look at Brock Purdy, he was 20 for 21. 20 for 21. He only yeah. missed one pass that entire game. 283 yards, wow. one touchdown. Brock Purdy, 20 for 21 and 283 yards. Brandon Ayuk had six catches for 148 yards. They're playing unbelievable football with Brock Purdy. Captain Ryan, you're absolutely right. He should be talked about more. It's amazing what this kid has done. He did that, and Debo Samuel caught zero passes. He is so at I I or when they were on TV a couple weeks ago, the way he throws that ball, adjusts his body and his hips in the the backfield and is able to make all those back shoulder throws and he he's, he's yep. just unbelievable accurate and that team it just doesn't have a weak point anywhere. Everybody on that team is one of the best players in the league in the top 10 of every position. It's just unbelievable that team. So the, right now, the way they're playing, they're the best. They have the crown, and they're stomping yep. on everybody's faces right now. Now, Ryan, as a Jets fan, how good does it feel to watch Bill Belichick lose so like good. he did this past Sunday? How good does that feel? Here's how good it feels, John. I am such a, a chump when it comes to Jets that uh, when I come home from work, I always go on YouTube and watch Jets media stuff like Rich Eisen, Mike Greenberg, even though I can't stand him, and some other people. But today, uh, after they were talking about the Jets, they started talking about the Patriots. And guess what they said? Is Bill Belichick on the hot seat? Was he just 
was he just good because of Tom? Nobody said that yet. And they're saying, was he just good because of me and Jace talked about that a couple weeks ago? Was he good just because of Tom Brady? And is he making, should he be the GMs to all this stuff? And boy, it just warmed my heart, John, so much. Because ain't nobody in the league that has a Jets number like Bill Belichick. He just no, he, he don't care. I don't think the guy cares about any game all year except for the two games he plays. <laughs> yep, Jets. that's all he cares and he about. Just now wants to crush them every time, and he does every time. It's so frustrating. That's the one game that he still cheats on every year in films practices. That's the one game. I'll tell you, they look terrible hey, this past we, week. <laughs> hey, we have we've talked about it on here before so i love that the big networks are finally following our footsteps but i i've i've brought it up it was bill Belichick only good because of tom brady i hated the narrative for years it was well is tom brady any good without bill and then he proved him right bill hasn't proved us proven himself better without tom brady yet why, is, why are we still praising him? Why are we still calling him one of the best-minded coaches ever, John? You love he, Bill Belichick. Because he beats the Jets every time. <laughs> every, every time. Every time. Because he hasn't lost hey. to the Jets since December 27th of 2015, Jay. <laughs> I, I don't get it either. The Jets made that legacy. They're the ones who hurt Drew Bledsoe to bring Tom Brady in. It was because of them. You should be praising us, not hating us. But they just I lost think. the the Patriots just lost Matt Judon and oh, they uh, their and Christian yep. Gonzalez their awesome first oh, round wow. corner who he yep. he looked about as good as Sauce Gardner last year so far they both they lost both those guys injuries uh, maybe the whole year they're both getting second opinions but they got bad injuries they're going to be out a while I'm telling you I think Bill Belichick needs to go football has moved on from Bill Belichick. <sighs> You can't you you don't fire him though. It's you he can. retires. That's the only way. You can't Well he needs to he needs way, to do the honorable thing and retire. The only way is if Robert Kraft isn't the owner anymore and you have like a Cowboys with Jerry Jones and Tom Landry type of thing, you know? That'd be the only way that's gonna happen. But as long as Kraft's I under there, I don't see him getting rid of Bill. No, no way. I didn't hit on <laughs> let's I'm not trying to say I'm some guru but I talked about this in the preseason the Patriots were going to be absolutely garbage they're sitting at 1 and 3 right now and it doesn't look like they're going to keep winning games they're going to be garbage and this is the year Bill Belichick people are going to start questioning why is he still coaching it's 4 games in and they're already starting to do it I bet you I bet you tickets to the Chiefs Broncos game Thursday night football <laughs> that Bill Belichick will have a 8-9 record at the end of the season John I I, I can't afford to play money with you so <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to play bets with you okay John I'm sorry I'm just going to take the tickets you already bought me now the, move on now the Cardinals beat the Cowboys the 49ers beat the Cardinals so in that theory the 49ers are the king of the NFC correct that is correct and now what's more impressive to you guys Brock Purdy be a 9-0 and as a regular season starter or Zach Wilson 
being the first quarterback in professional and collegiate level to outperform Mahomes. What's more impressive? I'm going to say Brock Purdy. I'm going to say Brock Purdy being 9-0 is more impressive. But I'll let Ryan talk about Zach Wilson. Well, of course, a Chiefs fan would say that. Apologist. Uh, Brock Purdy, it is more impressive him being 9-0. I'm not falling for Zach Wilson. I'm not falling for the Jets. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You just said they're going to make the playoffs. All that that that? game did, all that game did was give me hope. And I got to keep telling myself, what am I doing? Stop buying into it. They're going to play the Broncos this week, who they should crush because the Broncos might have the worst team in the NFL, even though they won. They, they, I think they still have the worst team in the Is NFL. Is it just me or did Ryan cut out? And I think Ryan they, cut out. They're going to get crushed, there? They're going to get absolutely crushed. And I'm Wilson's still here, look like but I, two weeks Ryan, ago, did so you bad. mute Ryan? Because I he did it. Go on about I did it. You're the host. <laughs> you are the host right now, actually. You're still oh, there, though? I'm here. I'm here. It looks like Ryan, not. Ryan got so heated over the Jets he cut out there. Look, I will talk about that here for a second. Um, and then Ryan can come back in and then say the same things I'm going to say. Um, but here, here was the crazy part. So Patrick Mahomes has never been outperformed. I think it was in five categories, John. Uh-huh. Um, you had to do like all of them. And I only know a couple of them. I know QBR rating. I know touchdowns. Um, I know passing yards. I don't quite know the other two categories. But I do know that he has never been beaten in college or professional football in all of these categories that grades a quarterback and Zach Wilson outperformed Mahomes in all of them. Nice. All of them. But do you know why it wasn't impressive to me? Because he still didn't get the W. Nope. Because you didn't get the W. And so that's why football is a team sport and Mahomes has the better team. And his team includes the black and white stripes, the referee. So what are you going to do? People, what are you going to uh, do about it? What are you going to do? People you were mad at on your team. <laughs> People were mad at Tom Brady for years and he's the GOAT. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. You only win seven Super Bowls by having the refs on your side. Let's continue that, though. Kansas City Chiefs 23 to the New York Jets 20. Then we have Minnesota's 21 to Carolina's 13. Denver Broncos 31 to the Chicago Bears 28. The LA Chargers 24 to the Las Vegas Raiders 17. Those were the witching hour games. Those were the games when losses became wins and wins became losses. So speaking of Zach Wilson, did it feel like he awoke during that game? Like something awoken from him or within him? Do we do oh. you think he's going to continue? Here's the thing. We've talked about, I really wish Ryan was here for this. So we've talked about how Aaron Rodgers needs his emotional support, Cobb. You know, yep. he needed Randall Cobb. Zach Wilson needed his emotional support, Rodgers. As soon as Aaron Rodgers came on, he was in the box. It was the first game he's been in attendance. Um, Zach Wilson was like, "Oh my gosh, my dad's here! I have to, I have to play good for my dad." Nah, nah, <laughs> and see, this so, is where you got it wrong. This is where you got it wrong. He saw okay. Donna Kelsey in the stands, and he said, "Ooh!" 
Travis Kelsey you look brings like T-Swift, I'm going after Donna Kelsey. You look like a mother. I like moms. <laughs> <laughs> I like moms a whole lot. I like you moms doing, against Donna? the <laughs> I'm telling you, I think Aaron Rodgers called him after the first quarter and was like, Zach, get it together, man. Like people, this is a legacy for me now. Um, Ryan actually said something pretty funny on one nation because uh, he said, uh, if Zach Wilson leads the jets to the playoffs, does Aaron Rodgers get his fifth MVP? (laughs) 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 That's the question, John. (laughs) Nice. Now, my question to you, Jay, is who do you feel more bad for or worse for? Chicago Bear fans or Sean Payton's sleeves on his quarter sip? Did you see what Sean Payton did during the game? Oh, I didn't even put it together, though. I wasn't even thinking about that. So here we are in this game. Scores Chicago 28 to Denver 7 with 14 seconds left in the third quarter. And you look over on the sidelines as Sean Payton is pulling his long sleeves past his elbow while his other assistant coach is cutting them off so he has more of a sleeveless type look. And then once that happened, the Broncos came back and won 31 to 28 in that game. So as a Bears fan, I'm pretty sure you feel bad. You but feel bad. A, but as sleeves on Sean Payton's, you know, $150 quarter zip, ooh, that's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Get these sleeves off me. They're holding me back. <laughs> holding me I, back. I can't coach with these sleeves on me. <laughs> it's like when it's like when you have to poop really bad and you just feel constraints so and you take your shirt off while you're pooping. Yeah. I don't think it, or it's when you turn the music down when you're driving. I don't think it actually does anything. It just helps you feel better. And it just so helps you, man. yeah. And whatever. It worked. Uh, Helped him out. Now that is funny. My biggest question to you is Thanks for that commentary on the New York Jets, by the way, Jay. Spot on. I just killed it. No problem. I wish you were here, Ryan, but I just nailed a bunch of commentary. I even brought up your comment that you said that if Zach Wilson does lead the Jets to the playoffs, does Aaron Rodgers win his fifth MVP? It's a good question. What did you say, John? Does he? If uh, if he Zach Wilson to. makes the playoffs, <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? <laughs> he has to, without a doubt. Now, Ryan, we were just talking. I want to see if you saw that. Did you see what happened to Sean Payton's sleeves during the game? On the no, sideline? I didn't. I was wondering what you had written down there. I like I like to hear it. So the score of that game, Ryan, was twenty-eight to seven, with fourteen seconds left in the third quarter. And you look over to the sidelines and Sean Payton's pulling his sleeves as far as he can up his arm on both sides while the assistant coach is cutting them off. So he literally cuts off the sleeves of his quarter zip. And then all of a sudden, they come back and they win 31 to 28. So the sleeves have been holding Sean Payton back and he is ready to coach. We'll see what happens. Uh, No, they're probably going to beat the Jets. Never mind. 
You're right. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. Now, my next question to you guys. Do you think Minnesota's about to go streaking here and win a bunch of games in a row? Do you think the Vikings are about to uh, put some uh, flash in the pan? Now, the Vikings play to their opponent. If you notice, every game they have comes down to the wire. I don't care how good the team is or how bad the team is. Carolina is terrible. They've also played really good teams this year. They play to their opponent uh, just like they did last year and the year before. And I I think their defense is too bad to go streaking. I think they're going to be uh, a mid or a, just about a 500. You can't go 500 anymore. So they're either going to be just above it or just below it, I think, this year. Now. Well, the Vikings have been so lucky in those close games. Like last year, they were cl- they were batting a thousand percent. They didn't miss on those close games. But the year before now they all did, of a sudden though. they are missing. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they are missing. Um, they play the Chiefs next week, John. The Chiefs are winning. I don't see the Vikings continuing the streak on. No. Now, who's the true king of LA? Who is the true king of LA? Is it the Rams? Is it the Chargers? Or is it the Raiders? I it's I think it's the Rams until somebody does better than them because they just won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. So I think it's as long as Matt Stafford is the quarterback, I think it's the Rams. It's definitely not the Raiders. Give me a break. It's the Raiders, man. The L.A. Raiders, man. Those fans show up when they're playing in Los Angeles. There's more Raiders fans in that stadium than Chargers. Now, if you're talking about who has more fans, you're probably right. The Raiders do because they played there for years back in the day. So there's a Kings lot of fans. of a big L.A. Fan base. The Raiders, baby. Yeah, there's a big fan base there. <laughs> That's Ice Cube's old team, man. I'll tell you who's not the king of L.A., and that is not HBO's um, critical hit, uh, Showtime, winning Showtime, because they got canceled. So what are you going to do? I don't even know what you're talking about. Thanks for bringing that up, Jay. Who asked you to be on this show? Oh, no. I'm just saying they that show got canceled, and I know you two were major fans. I was about to start watching it because I was should. like, "Okay, you still should." And what's what's the point? It got canceled. Wait, Why waste my time on an in on an incomplete story? I wanted to see the Magic Johnson era. I wanted to see the Lakers going on this dynasty run, and the show's going to get cut off before we get to the good parts before Kobe. If you're a Boston Stupid. fan, you're going to love the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like Boston. Okay. Yeah. I do like Boston. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it is about Boston's last glory before the Lakers went on their run. <laughs> That's exactly what I <sighs> I wonder if somebody who is a Boston Celtics fan is in charge of HBO oh, programming. Oh, like, what if that is yeah. it right there? That might be it. That's Can't probably look. what it is. He probably saw the script Pull for the first it. two years and is like, we're doing this for two years. And we're done. And we're cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, speaking of winning time, do you guys got any winning time strategies for our fantasy football fans out there? Uh, I do have some strategies. We are just got done with week four. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have teams that are one and three or 0 and four in your leagues, go pounce on them for trades. They're desperate. If you're in just redraft leagues, they are desperate right now. They want to change anything they can about their team. They just want new players. 
They want to try something new. This is where you can take advantage. You're going to have to give somebody decent up, but you can get somebody better. Uh, somebody like Derrick Henry has only had really one good game. You can go. I just got him last week for super cheap. Uh, Dynasty leagues. Now is when you start looking at: Do I want to trade my picks to some of these bad teams? Have you got any zero and four teams? Go after them. You got any teams that started one and zero and now they're one and three? Those are the teams you look at because they're giving up. Now, if a team was zero and three and now they're one and three, now they think they're the best team in the league. So don't go after them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. But the. Uh, more than likely, you missed out on all the big waiver wire additions that already happened this year. But always stay on top of that. Don't waste your waiver priority on garbage. It's not worth it. That's my. Advice, I'll right? tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you a player. I brought him up last week for waiver wire, and I should have picked him up in my league and played him instead of Joe Burrow. But I was an idiot and just looking at the name. Um, CJ Stroud has been playing phenomenal football as a rookie. And I had the opportunity to pick him up and play him instead of Joe Burrow. And I didn't. I picked up Joe Burrow. So I'm telling you, CJ Stroud is a quarterback that is putting up some flashy numbers. I'm liking him with the Texans. If you would ask me that instead of who to start between Burrow and Lawrence, I would say, go get Stroud and start him. You never asked me that. Oh, so. whatever, Ryan. He was yeah, that? whatever, Ryan. I don't trust you. All right. Ryan. Some some injuries to some injuries to watch out for. Um, we had some big ones. Um, Kenny Pickett did hurt his knee. It's not believed to be season ender, but que- he's questionable whether he's going to be able to play next week. Maybe even for the next couple weeks. Um, T. Higgins suffered a fractured rib. I don't know if you guys saw heard that. So T. Higgins does have a rib injury. Um, that is going to, uh, if the Bengals offense figures it out, that would boost someone else in T. Higgins' place. Mike Evans does have a hamstring injury.